stop this transmission to bring you the following live broad no It's Wednesday. It's six o'clock somewhere. With Corita ready in her chair. And almost ten whole people watching from home. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? It's time for the Think So Joe Show! So I'm sitting here and I've got my, <laughs> I'm, I'm hovering over the button to start the start the all WNY broadcast and thus the podcast recording. And as it's, as it hits six o'clock, Karina bumps my chair, moves my arm. (laughs) I miss the button. (laughs) So this is not going to be a perfect two hour show. I'm sorry. It's going to be like one fifty eight or one, one fifty nine fifty eight. You know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Hi everybody. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dewey in the tweet, uh, tw- the Twitch, Twitch, Twitch chan- uh, d- chat over there. Jasmine, you are not leaving. You are grounded if you leave. <laughs> uh, anyway. Hi. It's been a pretty good week. It's been busy. It's been a pretty good week. Yeah. For me. I don't know about you. It's been a pretty good week for me. <laughs> I, uh, I I got to, uh, I got to like hop a bus and go to the record store for the first time in like 14 months. Right. Only got uh, six records. I wanted to get. I I'm wanted to so get twelve. I wanted to get twelve. I wanted to spend three hundred bucks. I spent like two hundred bucks and got I, I, seven technically, but one is going to my mother. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a. I saw it. I'm like, mom wants this. <laughs> Blue Jays, Canada based. Why they? Well, so that's why they're playing in Buffalo because they can't cross the border. So they were allowed to come over here. But they're not allowed to go back. Oh, basically, uh, and, and if they go back, they got to quarantine. If they come back here, they got to qu- so you know they follow procedures, whatever. So so that's why they're able to play here in Buffalo, and uh, you know, um, but they can't like go home to Toronto. So oh, yeah, I feel bad um, for them because they're. Would you stop knocking things over. At least that was mine. Jeez. Anyway. Uh, so the game was fun. Yesterday, yeah. Uh, well, so so. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, I jumped ahead. You did. You five, skipped ahead. Six days. Yeah. So Thursday, I got to go out. I got to go to the record store, go explore Elmwood. Uh, unfortunately, ETS is not open for walk-in. It's drive-through only. So it's like, guess I'm not getting ETS. I don't. I'm not driving. Um, and I wanted to go to Timeless Babes, which is uh, my friend Becca's store. Right. Uh, but that was also not open that day. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm trying to, so I, I went to revolver and spent money. I'm planning to, uh, do pretty much the same thing tomorrow or the next day. One of the yeah. two, uh, I don't know. Um, whenever I feel like it, um, record store day, I think isn't like the Mr. Big record being reissued on record store day. I'm Can looking forward to that. that. Um, I think it's like a limited of like 250 copies or something Please like that. get one. I will sing it to you every day. I don't know if I can get one. Listen, try. Um, also, the dude from Mr. Big is playing Montage yes, at some yes, point yes. this summer. I can't well, remember when. Speaking of shows, Friday night. <laughs> Friday night. Oh, man, Friday night. Friday I, night. I had to work. I made pizza. I 
Yeah, you were supposed to be with me, and you. Oh, wait, are you talking about Saturday night or Friday? Friday night? No, was it? Well, yeah, Saturday night. Saturday. You're right. I made pizza both nights. Okay, Saturday. Yeah, Friday I sat home and did nothing. Uh, but Saturday, I uh, I got to go to Mohawk Place. I got to go explore downtown. I got to have a a, a band that, uh, you know, um, has, it means a lot to them that they used to play the icon, take the picture of the icon, and not give me photo credit. Yes. But, uh, you live, you learn. So that's why I'm going to, uh, you know, start putting watermarks, watermarks. on all my pictures yes. when I upload them. Um, but uh, but it was so nice. Like, I went uh, Saturday night, I went and saw um, The Abrupters. Right. Um, they had uh, Wolf Tickets with them, and Urban Achievers opened the show, which I didn't know until the day of the show is one of Angel's bands. Okay. Uh, Angel from from Canuton and um, And many others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put watermarks and ask Leland when the taco song is. <laughs> I have no control over that. If it were up to me, you guys could listen to Taco No Bueno on Spotify all day. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so I but uh, so I walk in and the first person I see is Angel. Awesome. I mean, uh, obviously after the door guy, but I see Angel. I go up to, hey man, and he's, oh, it's so good to see you. We just, you know, just shooting the breeze for a little bit, and then I went and I sat it right up front. He was the because they were the first band. I'm like Angel, I'm gonna sit right here. I'm gonna be judging you. It's gonna be like American Idol. Or like X Factor, you know. <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I get what you mean." And then uh, right before his set, his wife sits two seats down from me, so I got introduced to his wife, uh, who left the seat next to me open, which was perfect because that's where Brandon came and sat down. You're not going to go to a ska show in Buffalo and not see Brandon. No, and I haven't seen Brandon in a long time. We've we've had him on the show during the pandemic. We have. Uh, right but, towards the beginning. Yeah, right towards the beginning. And uh, so, like, he just came right, uh, came sat right down next to me, and we just, like, bro-hugged. And, was, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it was just, like, uh, it was so great. And just to see, like, Angel on stage smiling, his band was just in a great mood, which, of course, is infectious to the audience, including... Right. Me sitting in the front row, Brandon sitting next to me, and, you know, uh, Angel's wife a couple of seats down. Angel, uh, at the end of the set, he takes off his uh, his flannel that he's wearing to reveal a Bruce Springsteen Born in the USA t-shirt. <laughs> and I'm just like, Bruce fucking Springsteen, really? And he, I, I looked at his wife and I said, you let him out of the house in a Bruce Springsteen t-shirt? And he says, uh, what's up? featuring some of your band's new music. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to that. I uh, I went through some events. I think you guys have a CD re- a CD release coming up this weekend or something. What if band I, is that now? That's Shoot Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, cool. that's going to be the end of the show. We're, we're, we're closing with them. Cool. Uh, but yeah, it just looked, it was just so much fun to like be at Mohawk Place and be yeah. at a show and see live music and you know, it didn't hurt that I was friends with, you know, the for the opening band and the middle, the, you know, the second band and a fan of the middle band. And, right. you know, it, so it was just great to, to see everybody and, and get to interact with people. And um, I swear if I was not sitting right where I was sitting, like none of the chairs would have been there by the end of the night. Yeah. Like the entire other side was already was all stacked up. And like two of the rows behind me were stacked up, but where I was sitting was just because <laughs> I didn't move. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to sit in the front and enjoy this show. It's a good show. <laughs> um, apparently, I guess the abruptors didn't know that they had a 12 o'clock like hard curfew to mm-hmm. shut down. So like their set got cut short, unfortunately. But yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I, I finally got the replacement uh, for my misprinted, my mis, uh, mispressed vinyl. Right. Is, um, now, was that the one that the hole was too small? The hole was too small, and one of the songs was on both sides. That's right. 
And one of the, uh, and the song that was supposed to be on side one in that spot was missing. So that's why they're like, oh yeah, it was a misprint. And they gave us, uh, they just gave us new copies and, you know, we'll swap them out for you. And I didn't bring mine. Uh, but by that point, uh, they were already like, yeah, just, just, just show up. We'll give yeah. you one. Like, okay, cool. So <laughs> very cool. Very cool. So I got one. So that was, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, last night we went out to, uh, the very first major league baseball game in front of fans in Buffalo in over a century. It was pretty cool. We went and we saw the Toronto Blue Jays play against the, uh, Florida Marlins or Miami, Miami, Miami Marlins, whatever the fuck they're called now. They used to be the Florida Marlins. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's Miami. Like, like, like one of the batches of one of the teams are playing in the next batch of tickets to go on sale is the Tampa Bay Rays, who used to be the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. And this used to be the Florida Marlins. And now they're the Miami Marlins. And you went and saw the Montreal Expos before, who are now the Washington Nationals. So <laughs> who could keep up with this shit? Anyway. No, I went to the game. I wouldn't say I saw any of it. <laughs> Uh, I hope you were paying attention because if one of them fly balls came flying up to... <laughs> no, when I went to the Expo, oh, the Expo. Game, yeah, 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 I was okay. in the lobby playing hacky sack. Well, I didn't say you watched it. I said you went to it. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, so yes, we uh, we went to the, the Blue Jays game last night. First game of this uh, new homestand at Salem Field. Yeah. Uh, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun. The the Jays uh, won. My my biggest gripe is we were up on the second level. They had one concession stand open up there. Yeah, that was bullshit. Those and, stairs. Oh, my God. And all they were selling was hot dogs and sausages. So if we wanted anything else, we had to go back downstairs. If we wanted merch, we had to go back downstairs. And they wouldn't let you use the elevator. Yeah. So it was like you had to take the stairs. And it's not a big building. It's not a huge, you know, it's not like a, you know, you don't go up like five flights of stairs. Or, but right. it, it felt like it. It really, <laughs> especially after a year of being like stuck in the house, absolutely. You know, like not getting out as much as I I would normally get out and and yeah. walking around and everything. So like I I'm just exhausted, like going up and down those stairs. I and, was too. Um, we'd get to uh, past the flight, and I'd be like, okay, wait, yeah, stop, okay. So we were like the second ones through the gate. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we went to one. We went to one of the merch booths, and we're looking at. Um, like they're selling baseballs and I have a, a little bit of a hockey puck collection. Um, like, so I have like from, uh, like when I went to Toronto, I have their mascot on a puck. I have this, you know, saber tooth on a puck and some other, uh, you know, souvenir pucks. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let's, let's get a baseball to, to go with the hockey puck collection. That makes sense. Well, so, ideally there would have been a blue Jays hockey puck. You would think they're a Canadian team. Right. Anyway. So I, uh, so we go over to the first merch stand we see and we're looking and they've got plain baseballs for 25 bucks. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to know what they, what they are with a logo mm -hmm. right next to that. They have um, like little hearts with 2020 in the blue Jays or 2021 in the blue Jays font for 15. It's like, why is this cheaper? Mm -hmm. And then they have with the actual like blue Jays logo for five, for eight. It's like, why is this one eight, but one with no logo on it is 25? What sense does that make? And it's not like they're different materials or anything. They're official. They were just baseball. They're official, like, Major League Baseball, uh, like, you could use them in a game. Mm -hmm. I mean, they wouldn't because they got the logo on them, but, but, like, they could use them in a game if they absolutely, like, needed to. If they ran out of baseballs and had to run to the merch stand, you know? Um, so, like, that didn't make any sense to me, but we got the one. We got the $8 one. Yep. And then we're walking, and then you're like, 
hey, let's buy a T-shirt when we're walking by the next one. So you bought <laughs> me this. You bought me this nice uh, Buffalo uh, Blue Jays mashup uh, T-shirt here. Yep, yep, yep. I, I we got were the, you a gift for we, a change. We were the first ones to buy anything at that merch booth. Yes, and they did not know how to. They use had their no machines. idea what they were doing because it's all new equipment and like portable equipment. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it's it was all new too, yeah, so they didn't I, know. I think the merch, or not the merch, the concessions were new uh, computers too. Yes. Like nobody throughout the entire building really knew what they were doing. <laughs> By the time I got back down there, because I went back down to the to the same. Actually, we went through you. You went through the same one. We got the T shirt, mm-hmm. and you got a pin. Thank you for telling. Uh, Jasmine, what her gift is. I didn't tell Jasmine what her gift was. <laughs> I just said you bought a pin. I bought you a pin, Jasmine. But it's cool. Anyway, so you bought a pin. And then later, I'm up there. We're in the 200 level. I'm cold. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I should have fucking wore a, brought a hoodie. And I didn't. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to buy a hoodie. And so I went downstairs, went to the same merch <laughs> same merch booth. And uh, I'm like, yeah, let me get that let me get that $70 zip-up hoodie there. And he's like, okay, uh, what size? I'm like, XL. He's like, oh, I just sold the last one, man. Like... Okay, let me get one of the pullovers in XL. And he's like, okay. So he grabs the pullovers. The pullovers are 80. Ouch. And I'm just like, why am I buying a fucking $80 uh, polo, you know, or pullover fucking hoodie? I don't like pullover hoodies to begin with. Two, it's a Toronto Maple Leafs one. <laughs> not Maple Leafs, a uh, Blue Jays one. Right. When am I going to wear that? We'll talk about the Maple Leafs in a minute too. But um, <laughs> but anyway, so, um, so I'm like, he's like, you know, I'm like, yeah, give me the top one there. And he's like, oh, we only have the bottom one in XL. I'm like, I don't care, dude. It's cold. He's like, you know, we have these blankets. Like, how much are the blankets? He said, 30. I said, that'll save me 50 bucks, dude. Give me the blanket. Right, right. So I got the blanket and I brought it back up. So we were both able to kind of cover up yeah, and it was stay nice. <laughs> I mean, you were dressed appropriately for the weather, kind of. Kind of. Like during the day, I was overdressed because I was wearing wool, wool plaid pants, like old man pants, and uh, like overshirt with a t shirt. And that was like, it was fucking hot. But then as soon as the sun went down and then the wind picked up, I was, I was no regrets, no regrets the way I dressed that day. So we're leaving for the game yesterday and, uh, and the Uber is like on our street (laughs) and I look down and I realize I'm wearing slippers. He was, he was wearing his house (laughs) shoes. I'm like, fuck. I had to run back here, grab my, uh, grab my shoes Got into the Uber with like just socks on and I'm just like <laughs> putting my shoes on in the Uber. Like, uh, I think every Uber we encountered yesterday thought you were crazy. <laughs> Why? Because you were excited and you oh. didn't have shoes on. Well, that, just, that was just the first one I didn't have shoes on. The I second know. one I had shoes on. I know. Anyway. But you were tracking his, um, his, Stoplight. Progress. We were watching. Yeah, he was. He got stuck at like every, every stoplight, stoplight on Church in Street, Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it was, it was fun, and the and the Jays won. Yeah, it was. Um, yep, that was cool. Got to see a couple of uh, big home runs, and uh, yeah, yeah. Thought the thought the closer was gonna blow it at the end. The the Blue Jays closing pitcher. Like, oh. why would you put this guy? Like, I understand that that is this guy's role on the team. Right, he comes in in the ninth inning. He ends the game. You win. You're you're ahead. He comes in. He gets everybody out. You go home. I get it, but like the guy who pitched in the eighth inning had three straight strikeouts. Maybe he was getting tired, though. I guess I would get tired. I guess you would get tired. You're not a professional athlete. 
Yeah, but if you just keep swinging your arm around, I'm. Ah. Of course, you. Of course, you look at these baseball players. Some of them don't look like professional Some athletes. Some of them don't. Like, uh, what, what, what was your boy's name? Rowdy. Rowdy Tellez, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Rowdy Tellez. Yeah. Um. He came, he his mu- his entrance music, if you will. Was some country song I don't know, but like all the rest were like hype up, dance music and shit like that. And then you got this country song, and the guy's name is Rowdy, and he just looks like a good time. He looks like he looks like he hangs out at the corner bar, buys rounds, you know. So we're sitting here, and and you're like, oh, his name's Rowdy. I'm like, that can't be yeah. his name, and it's on it's on the screen. It says Rowdy. I'm just like, that is not this dude's name. So I. Looked it up on Wikipedia, and sure enough, his name is Ryan. Sorry, Rowdy. Well, listen. <laughs> Facts don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, To me, he's Rowdy. He is what he is. <laughs> anyway. No, I bet he's a really good time I'm to sure hang out with, though. sure he is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Baseball, huh? It was fun. It was fun. It was, I, it I'm was, not it a, was fun. I'm not a baseball. I can't. I'm not a baseball I fan. I didn't think it would be as good of a time. Listen, the best time that I had was when they played the Isley Brothers. Really? Yep, that was my favorite part. You're over here. You got a. You got your phone in my face mm-hmm. because I'm just like, uh, why he, the fuck? He, he was going to burn a hole in someone's head or something. And I'm watching the scoreboard. Which the scoreboard was glitching out all night. It was. Like, they did all these renovations to the stadium, but they didn't put the row, uh, the row letters on the seats. No, they didn't. They didn't. We couldn't find, nobody could find the seats. People are like asking us, what row is this? Like, yeah. we're, we're in E, dude. So like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and, and then like, um, the scoreboards kept glitching out. Yeah. Like at one point it was like the one like off to the off to the side the ribbon board that had like you know the score and like the pitch count and everything yeah. it was was out so out I would have completely. to look at the big board and then like by the end of the game like uh, during the game they had like a stat line like early in the game and then by the end it was gone so I'm like I don't know I, I, is this dude any good I don't know <laughs> um so uh, but uh, but but during the Isley brothers. Which, can we normalize not fucking doing that at every fucking Buffalo event, please? <laughs> Keep your fucking hey, 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 hey bullshit in the fucking stadium with the Buffalo Bills and out of the fucking playoffs where they belong. Anyway. <laughs> uh, as you're filming me, I'm watching the, uh, I'm watching this, the screen. Yeah. The big screen out in center field. And it says, hey, a, 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 as in a, like in Yeesh. Canada. Yeah. Like Yeah, they they did it in Canadian. Like hey, eh? <laughs> you know. Hey, <laughs> which hey. I which was really clever. I I think that's just how you phonetically spell it though. But the Bills do it with EY. Oh, do they? Yes, they do. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've never been to a Bills game. Neither have I. Oh. And I uh, until the 49ers are back here, I probably won't. Okay. So it's funny because I've been to three of the four AFC East stadiums with Highmark Stadium here in Buffalo being the last of the three, and I've never been to an NFL game. That is that is funny. Yeah. That is. Mm-hmm. We should go to an NFL game. Sure. But not a Bills game. Uh, Yeah, that's we don't, fair. We don't... Go to Cleveland. Yeah, that's that's fine. 
go to Cleveland, we go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, go to a <coughs> Browns game. They watch, have like baseball shit there too, don't they? Watch their team suck. That's uh, Cooperstown, Ohio. Is the baseball Hall of Fame? I feel like it's not. I feel like we pass it to go to the Hall of Fame, but maybe not. I have a lot of blurry memories from that age. Take Karina to an XFL game. I would if I could. I would if I could. If the league still existed. Actually, The Rock owns it now. Really? Uh, Last I heard, yeah. These shoes are coming off. I got got a bone to pick with, uh, with with our buddy Cameron. Cameron. He's not on Facebook anymore. I didn't, uh, unbeknownst to me. And three wrestlers who lo- who he looks like just got released today. And I couldn't tell, I couldn't be like, dude, how do you get fired three times from the same job on the same day? But he's on the, the Instagram, the Instacam, if you will. I, I suppose I could screenshot and tag him. I don't know. Yeah, you can do that. Oh. Or you can just message him. I could. You know, yeah. like a normal person. You could call him up and be like, hello, Cameron. <laughs> I was looking to find out when I went to uh, Mohawk the other day if I could go to Casa de Pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's a, that's a normal night at Mohawk. You go to Mohawk, you leave, you go to Casa de Pizza, get a slice of pizza, come back. Um, so, I uh, yes, those are the ones that Cam looks like, exactly. Anyway, so, I, uh, so I'm, like, trying to find out if Casa de Pizza is open. So I messaged them on their Facebook page. And I didn't hear back right away, so I was just like, hey, does anybody know if, like, Casa's open for, like, if I could just walk in and get a slice? And my buddy Scotty goes, why don't you just call him? Like, I don't use the phone. No, who does that anymore? <laughs> like, no. I don't I don't call places. No. Like, if I can't get an answer, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, you don't care about my business, so I don't care. But they, they did message me back, and they replied to my post and told me, yeah, we're open till 10, come on in. So I got to go, I went uh, I went downtown, I walked around for a little bit, I took some pictures, I uh, went to Casa de Pizza, got some pizza, went over to Mohawk and caught a good show. Yeah. Got my vinyl, Ubered back home. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good, good weekend and good week all around just for the past week. Yeah. Having, uh, you know, gotten to go to the baseball game last night and all that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Laura says, "Ban all pizzas." Don't ban all pizzas. I, I need a, I need it to work. Yeah, yeah, it's it's doing me good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Karina's cookies sold out at Brando's in two days, thanks to Yellow Sauce and the Sauce family. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. So they they placed another order. Yeah, definitely don't ban pizza because I'm kind of getting used to you being like, "Oh, I'll pay for that." <laughs> don't get too used to it i only make a you know three days a week <laughs> yeah but i i also don't make you give me money for rent or bills or anything either so you have money yeah um but like last night you're just like oh let me buy you this let me buy you that let me buy the food let me buy the t-shirt let me buy you wanted to buy me a hoodie and i'm just like no i have to stop you at some point <laughs> i had it set aside thanks for the follow fat loser 293 Oh, hello, fat loser. <laughs> anyway. Yes, we're glad you're here. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so you were like, let me buy this, let me buy I'm like, no. That's how I used to be, like, back in the day. Dennis when I liked had, our stream. When Thank I had you, money, like, yeah. before, when I had good jobs and stuff. <laughs> um, it's just, I'm just, 
like by the end of the night when I'm like, I'm cold, I need to buy a hoodie. You're like, let me buy you a hoodie. Like, take my card. I'm like, no, it's my own damn fault. I need to buy a hoodie. Like, you're you not. You should have worn a hoodie. I should have. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it's my own damn fault. Anyway. <laughs> so then today we're like, let's buy food. Yeah, I did. And well, you you suggested let's buy food, and I said who's uh, who's paying for the food? So we and, did anything. I, I, the only logical thing I said let's rock paper scissors. Who who pays for food? You're like wait. So does the winner pay or does the loser pay? Because either one of us would have been fine paying. Yeah, that's and yeah. Uh, and so I won and you had to pay. But yes, I <laughs> I feel like tacos are always worth it. Yes, you know. Yes. Um. It's Taco Wednesday, everybody. It is. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually Pizza Wednesday at Brando's. I'm really glad that the podcast is on Wednesdays so that I don't have to work $11 pizza day at Brando's. Well, so like, uh, you know, pizza day was always Wednesday in my school. Was it? Yeah. Which was, which is like just wrong to me as a ska fan because, <laughs> because everybody knows Friday Friday's was pizza, pizza day. day. The best, the best day, day of, of the, the week. week. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so um, so yeah. Anyway, so so we have uh, coming up in the second segment after the first song break here. Yeah, uh, we've got Sally Schaefer of Over and Out and McCarthyism and a bunch of and other a bands, bunch of other stuff. Um, whom I misspelled her name <laughs> when I was posting some stuff, and she was like, "Hey, not a big deal. <laughs> Happens all the time." I'm like, you know, I was trying to get this, the vowels right. Right. And I completely missed getting the consonants right. Uh, so five minutes before the show, what did you tell me? Oh, yeah. I didn't prepare for this shit at all. I didn't do any homework for today. I didn't do any events. I didn't pick the music. Sally and you picked the music. Um, I I did nothing. I, I have a bunch of stuff I want to talk to Sally about. And I hope she wants to talk about. But um, uh, as far as like actually sitting down and like researching dates and people and things that have to do with Sally, um, we're going to wing this one. Yeah. I mean, it should be fun, right? I mean, it's no different than how I used to do uh, interviews on uh, previous podcasts. Right. <laughs> I, uh, I I actually, um, somebody reached out to me uh, the other night as I was going to bed and he was like, hey, man. Do you still do board wrestling fan? I said, no, man, uh, we haven't done that in like two years, you know, maybe longer. We did a reunion special last year, but that's right. about it. And uh, so this guy goes, uh, you know, he goes, oh, man, darn. Like, I'm like, are you looking for a, like an interview platform? He says, yeah. I said, tell you what, man, let me see. You know, my, my buddy works for bodyslam.net. Let me reach out to him. Let me see if he wants to, uh, if he can accommodate you, if he's got something, if, the, if that's what you want to do. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you do this? So, Reach out to my buddy Cassidy over at bodyslam.net. Like, hey, man, so uh, I got a buddy over in Texas. He's a promoter. He's looking for uh, play somebody to do interviews for uh, with some of his talents and stuff. I was wondering if that's something you'd be interested in for, like, your podcast or the site or whatever. He goes, he goes, is it Fuller? I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, it is. He's like, oh, I talked to that dude before. He's really cool. Yeah, put him in touch with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Small world. So, so I'm not doing wrestling interviews anymore, but I'm facilitating them still, apparently. That's good. Speaking of interviews I done I'd done on uh, Board Wrestling Fan, I, I had a guy uh, back 
at the time that I had him on the show. His name was uh, Zima Ion. He wrestled for uh, TNA Wrestling at the time. Zima like the beverage? Uh, Z-E-M-A, not Z-I-M-A. My bad. Uh, anyway, so he, uh, but he uh, was on the podcast on my birthday one time. Cool. Uh, I just somehow scored an interview with him. I had to get up early on my birthday and like, okay, cool. Let's do this. Uh, nicest dude, really. And as it turns out, um, my phone just lit up. It thinks I'm trying to ask Google something. Um, anyway, as it turns out, uh, he's now in NXT. His name on NXT, you, you, you could have seen him last night wrestling the main event, is Joaquin Wild, And he is hiring my old drummer, Ghetto Steve's girlfriend. <laughs> To make him some uh, entrance gear. That's so awesome. Which is just awesome. Like, I, d I didn't facilitate that one. but no. Like, he reached out on his own. But that's still cool because it's like, oh, man, like, that that's awesome that your stuff is going to be on national television. That is awesome. Each and every week, you know. So yeah. um, so that's, that's pretty cool that, uh, you know, she gets to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially for him, he's he's a he's a good dude. So I'm like happy that she gets to do that and that he's gonna have some cool ring gear from yeah from her and uh, yeah that's very cool. I've been trying to get her. I've been trying to get uh, Chris Statlander from AEW to reach out and mm. and work with her because I feel like her like her style that she makes would be a perfect fit for the alien on AEW. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. Anyway. Uh, so this first song, oh, I still have a I, I still have thirty seconds. Excuse me. Ooh, I need to well, slow down. I, yeah, slow down. Take a breath. <sighs> Excuse me. It was all that Pepsi. Anyway, I was really glad to not be wearing a mask for that, Bert. <laughs> it was bad enough with a microphone. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I had peppers. I had bell peppers for snack. For so post, post dinner snack. <laughs> <laughs> So after the break, we'll have Sally Schaefer on. She is in this next band. This band is called uh, Over and Out. That's the first one. <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong one. Yeah. All right. We got Over and Out up first. Uh, and this Excellent. is a song, song called Get Out on All WNY. Think so, Joe Show.
I think so, Joe Show. We're going to bring in uh, Sally in just a second, huh? We're going to admit her to our Zoom call. Okay. There she is. Uh, well, there's a picture of her anyway. <laughs> and she's connecting to audio. Excellent. There we go. I think we got, I think. There she is. Hey, there she is. Hey, can you hear me? Is this good? Uh, yep. We can hear you, yes. Hopefully everybody got, else can, too. I got a nice studio mic here, so. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. How are you both? Great. Good, good. Yeah. So what have you... Pandemic, obviously, has changed everything. Everybody's up to different things. It seems like you've stayed pretty busy. Why don't you tell us, starting, like, at pandemic, like, what you've been up to? Oh, I know, boy. that's, like, almost... That's, that's over a that's year. a year ago. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's... <laughs> Well, at first, um, musically, not really anything, but luckily, pretty close to the beginning of the pandemic, I had some friends who started this online virtual open mic night through Zoom, and uh, that's Christina Stock and Devin Mullen of Anxious Kids Make Good People, and they've both done open mics. Christina hosts open mic at uh, Daily Planet, and Devin has done the one at Gypsy Parlor, which is hopefully coming back at some point. And they just decided to do this online event because, you know, nothing was going on and they wanted to have still have like a community that people could come to and present music, which was really good because I, I mean, this is probably the case for other musicians, too. But I had like no motivation really to practice at first because I was like, there's no events like I don't have anything to practice for. I don't have anywhere to present it. So even though I had all this time to practice and learn new music, put together new covers or like write it was like eh, I don't really want to but and originally I wasn't going to do it because I was like well I don't really perform solo you know normally I play violin in other people's bands so I was like I don't, I'm not going to have material for this but Christina was like Sally I'm the only girl that signed up for the first <laughs> week and I was like oh, damn it <laughs> so uh so I signed up and it was good because then I had that that was a weekly thing on Wednesdays and Anybody could come and sign up for it. And um, I met a lot of people through that, especially like people in the singer-songwriter community. So that was great. And then eventually later, well, towards the middle and later in the pandemic, I also had 
friends or acquaintances reach out to me about doing recording projects for them. So I would kind of do like home recording and back and forth with them through just email and have them give me notes and I'd re-record and stuff that got put on people's albums. Ian McEwen, um, Chelsea of Stress Dolls, uh, actually recorded at uh, Black Rock EPS for that. So some of them were in person. I did some at Select Sound for uh, Andrew Cothin, who's an engineer there, and I've played in one of his bands before. So just a lot of like networking with people and recording violin for them. Um, I also had a friend from college who was a dance major uh, in undergrad, and now he's going for his MFA in dance, and he's putting together this ballet, and he wanted me to write a ballet score for it. <laughs> Holy which cow. Was a huge undertaking. <laughs> so um, I was working on that too. So I had a lot of, I actually did have a lot of music projects to work on, which kept me busy, and that was great. So I was motivated to do stuff. Awesome. Awesome. So you just kind of needed somebody to give you a push and it was Christina. <laughs> That's yes, awesome. In this, in this particular case for that, yeah, that was, the first, that, that was the first thing I really got back into doing like music during the pandemic after everything shut down. So awesome. Awesome. So within the last, I don't know, like I noticed you started popping up everywhere around like St. Patrick's Day which kind of makes sense. <laughs> but like, I noticed that a lot of projects that were going on, like you were part of, I was like, okay, I'm seeing Sally everywhere. And then like, we were, we saw you in, um, what's, what's her name? Demia's dancers. Oh, Demaya. Demaya. Demaya yeah. yeah. We saw you. We were like, is that no way? Like that, Hi. that can't be anybody other than Sally, but you were wearing a mask. <laughs> so we were like, I mean, I guess it could, <laughs> but it like, like yeah. you were doing, you're doing such diverse things. Like, how did you get involved with Demaya? Demaya actually was somebody that came on the virtual open mic night and they, um, they like moved to Buffalo right before the pandemic. It was like the worst timing. They were living in Las Vegas and then they moved back to Buffalo. I think they said in like December or January or something. And yeah, they, they're a solo artist. They've done like cover gigs and like solo things, but they really, they said that they really wanted to focus on like doing more of their original like solo material. So they started, I don't know who they met. Maybe they knew Devin or, or somebody else that was doing it. I'm not sure who they knew that brought them into that circle, but I, the first time they performed on open mic, I was like blown away by it. I was like, this is amazing original music. And it's like, it's got like pop, R&B, hip hop themes, but they also sometimes have like a musical theater aspect to them. They are multi-instrumentalists. They play piano, bass, and I saw them play bass and cajon at the same time. It was like nuts. <laughs> and they have, yeah, and they have a great voice and they love putting together these like big, yeah, I mean like as far as Band Together Buffalo, they were probably, they were like one of the only pop yeah. acts that was on there. And the fact that they had dancers and like, this whole stage production was totally different from like pretty much anybody else yeah. that was on. And yeah, it was awesome to be a part of that. Really. I was just going to submit, they had to put together this music video for like one of the levels of the competition mm. for BTB. And, um, I was just going to submit one like of me in front of a green screen. And they said, well, actually I had one of my dancers drop. They can't make it. So can you come and like be one of my featured people? And I was like, I'm not really a dancer. I mean, <laughs> I did some musical theater in high school. It's not really my background, but mm. it worked out. And then I got to do it live, which was kind of terrifying, but um, <laughs> also amazing. It was great. So, yeah. That's very cool. Very cool. 
Um, as far as what you've got going, like you have a few shows going on, like in this few weeks span here, don't yeah. you? Why don't you yeah. tell us a little bit about what you got going on right now? I had to write these down actually. <laughs> and, Good, because really, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully I don't miss any of them. Um, yeah, because, and I really wanted to get on with you guys this week because I have so much coming. I mean, there's a lot going on over the summer, but especially this week for some reason, it's like first week of June, wow, summer, like everyone has music. So tomorrow I have two shows at Sportsman's Tavern in Black Rock. And the first one is, uh, well, actually both of them are regular shows, so they occur every month. Um, the first and third Thursday of the month at lunchtime at Sportsman's, uh, noon to 2.15 p.m., is Buffalo Bluegrass All-Stars. And I play that with my dad, Rich Schaefer. He plays bass, upright bass. Um, Doug Yeomans, he's a great acoustic and electric guitar player, but he plays acoustic for that show. And uh, Mark Panfill, who is a multi-instrumentalist. He plays dobro, banjo, and sometimes harmonica, accordion. And uh, they've had other fiddlers in the past. Um, Mark's brother, Chris Panfill, also is a great fiddle player and uh, guitarist and mandolin player. And Phil Banizic is a fiddle player and mandolinist who's also played with them, but they're both kind of busy during this lunchtime show. So I got tagged in. Nice. And, um, so I'm doing that with them every first and third Thursday. And it's it's a lot of traditional bluegrassy stuff, but I try to bring some modern tunes into it as well. Nice. And then in the evening, just the first Thursday of every month, I play with McCarthyism there. So that's like a 7 to 10 p.m. show. And uh, the lunchtime one is free. The evening one is like 10 bucks. And okay. you can buy tickets at the door now. You don't have to advance. Reserve, that's great. Nice. That's great. So, and um, McCarthyism is Celtic alt rock. And they do, they do some like Celtic covers, but they also have a lot of original music, which is cool. So I like playing with them a lot. They're also something that happened over the pandemic. Like they they had um, a violinist and her husband played guitar and mandolin, Helen and um, Paul, but they uh, couldn't do it anymore over the pandemic. So once they started playing shows again, I got tagged in for that. And uh, Joe, I, I, I have to pronounce his last name correctly because it's, Pol it's one of those Polish American names. <laughs> Did Zylak. Joe Dzilak. Okay. He's also a great electric guitar player. Dave Mucha plays bass in that band. And Greg Check on drums. And the lead guy is Joe McCarthy. And he, if you have not seen them perform, you should totally come out to a show because they're great live. Like, awesome. great. And I know you're going to play one of their tracks later, which is yep. just a live take that we did because I'm not any of, on any of their recorded stuff yet. But they do have a ton of recorded things on Spotify. So those are the two tomorrow. Friday is uh, Over and Out is playing with The Missing Worker, which is kind of like a Prague post-rock band. That's Upstairs Good Bar, and it's a $7 show. They did do pre-sales, but you can still get tickets at the door for that, too. Okay. That's uh, like 7 o'clock doors. I was, reading a, I was reading about that one. That one, you have to, it's a minimum of two people at a table. Is that still the case? Do you know? You know, it's a good question, because it was that when the table rules were still in effect, but I think maybe they have, I'm not sure if they're doing single tickets yet. Cause some places are like sportsmen's you can get single tickets now, but I know like some venues aren't comfortable doing that yet. So it might be, but I mean, 
I can find out and hopefully put it in the event page or um Yeah, I'd, I'd like to find out cuz if, if if it if I can go myself then I will I will definitely yeah, yeah. try yeah. to be there. So Yeah, <laughs> I'll find out for you cuz uh, I was just talking to the other guys in the other band that set it up about that stuff. So I'll find out for you. Cool, thank cool, you. Oh, thanks. So that's Friday. Then Tuesday, I'm playing with a new project. Um Sky's name is Joel Russlett. He is he's actually like his style of music and the stuff that he likes is very similar to Over and Out, but we're doing it as like a duo thing and it's more covers, but he does have some original stuff. So we're playing as a duo at Lockport, um, Niagara Hotel in Lockport. Oh my gosh, I love that place. <laughs> you really? I grew up in Newfane, which is like the next town over. So if we wanted to do anything, we had to go to Lockport. And I I mean, that, that bar is like so awesome, but like, I've been kicked out of there, and that's, like, next to impossible to happen. Yeah. Just, there's a reason you guys haven't seen me drunk. Um, okay. But continue telling us about your shows. Sure. So that, that's, that's, like, a nighttime, like, you know, classic bar gig. It's, like, 8 yeah. to 11 p.m., and we're doing a lot of Irish stuff, some folky stuff, some kind of country stuff. Cool. And some of his original music, and... Yeah, that'll be fun. Cool. That's the that's first time we're playing out together. Uh, we also have a, a banjo player cool. who is going to come on for some of that. And he does have a full band, but it's kind of like in the interim stage because people have left during the pandemic. And so he's putting back together a full band. So hopefully at some point that will be like a full thing. And cool. um, Wednesday is the last post-APOC open mic. So the open mic series that I got into over the pandemic that was the only reason i was motivated to do anything <laughs> they're hosting their last one because they're like you know live music is coming back so they're kind of but that that's going to be the last one and anyone is welcome to join for that very cool on, obviously on zoom and porch fest is next saturday yeah 12 so i'm playing with chelsea o'donnell stress dolls Okay. For okay. that. And it's at Soldier's Circle 215 to 315. I'm sure they have bands there like all day. Cool. So that that's my big thing. And I this that's like all within the next week and a half or whatever. <laughs> um, the only other over and out show is July 2nd with On the Cinder and Star Juice at Mohawk. So that's going to be a that's big gonna one. That's going to be epic. And you, you need the day I have off. To, I'm getting one. off of work for that <laughs> shit. Like that. I cannot it's miss gonna that. Be, it yeah. is going to be a big show. And I'm really really excited for that and that's otc's first show back and star juice i think has one before that but i haven't seen them play yet so i'm excited to see that show yeah um and because you mentioned wrestling <laughs> on july 11th at the batavia downs there is a nickel city wrestling event and wyatt coin is playing live at it and i'm playing with them and i did it with them once before we were in the ring Playing. It was uh, their music video, yeah? Yes. Yeah. And it was insane. Like, I just never realized how bouncy like, <laughs> the ring is. And people were jumping around behind us, and my microphone was, like, moving everywhere. <laughs> and I was just, like, trying to balance in there. So um, I, I don't know if we're playing in the ring this time, but they, they're I think they're trying to do, like, a series of local music and the local wrestling. So that'll be sweet. And That's I'm awesome. I should talk to my band of wrestling fans and see. Yeah, if that's you probably they should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so those are all the big ones. Well, that's awesome. Um, 
I actually texted my mom while you were going through your list of things. You mentioned Doug Yeomans. My mom, like, actually knows that guy. So. <laughs> He's, oh, my gosh. He is great. Like, he does solo stuff. He does duo stuff. He's in a bunch of... He's also in Twang Gang, which is, like, a classic country music. And he teaches guitar. So um, I've been thinking about taking guitar lessons from him because now that I have been doing more solo stuff, I mean, online, I haven't really played out anywhere. But I'm thinking about doing it. I'm like, I should brush up my guitar skills because that's really like, you know, like my third instrument. Yeah. And he's great. He's he's so great to see live. Awesome. Awesome. So how many instruments total do you play? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like just give us a ballpark. Well, I have to like qualify them because really like violin is the only one I really play out live with bands. But... Piano is really my first instrument. I started that when I was five. I started violin when I was nine. And I did piano in college, like classical stuff. Um, technically, I had a piano minor, but then I dropped it because I didn't want to do a recital. So I um, don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, it's, I just didn't really want that. Uh, obviously, I did a lot of violin stuff in college, too. I mean, orchestra, but also like the folky stuff. So those are really my two main ones. Guitar I picked up when I was, like, 16, but I didn't really play it seriously until later. And even then, I'm more of, like, accompany myself, try to learn, like, cool guitar parts, but I'm not much of a lead player. And um, mandolin is the same tuning as violin, so I play it a little bit, but uh, really, like, in bluegrass especially, you see some people really rip on those things. I cannot oh, do yeah. that. So uh, <laughs> I stick to the slow ballad songs and play a little bit of mandolin <laughs> if somebody asks me. Cool. And uh, other than that, I've played upright bass in my life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it always looks like, so fun to play. <laughs> it is, but it's also painful. I would imagine. Yeah, you know, after <laughs> Get a while. calluses. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I have a ton of other random instruments. I learned a bit of harp, Celtic harp, when I was living in Wales because that's their one of their big instruments. So I that's took a awesome. couple lessons on that. And uh, But I'd say really like three... Okay. Yeah. And then I have a lot of other things that I use for flavor, but I don't play them that okay. much. No. All right. Well, let's see. Besides that, making That's music, still three more instruments than I play well. So. <laughs> hey, you play. I know you do. I, <laughs> I said well. <laughs> um. Do you have time with making all this music? Do you have time to listen to music? Oh, yeah. What do you That's what do you listen to? Well, um I try to be open-minded about everything. I know people are like, I listen to everything except rap and country. Um, <laughs> I I do actually turn on the pop country station once in a while when I'm driving cuz I just am like what is this about? Like what's on? I just want to keep up with what is happening in the music industry at different times. I mean, as an ethnomusicologist, I feel like I want to be aware of what's happening in pop music, even if I don't really listen to it all yeah. the time or that much, just, just to know. And I mean, the songs like get played so frequently. It's, I feel like you can tune in like once a month or so and be like, okay, these songs will be on for like at least a month. And then <laughs> I'll just tune in again in like a couple months. So I do try to like be open about everything. I actually write reviews for um, Havoc Underground, which is an online publication that a friend in a band in uh, Orlando runs. 
So he sends me, I mean, they're mostly an alternative music site, but he'll get like everything. He gets a lot of punk, metal, metalcore. Um, they've had proggy stuff. They get indie. So that, there's a lot of different things. But I'd say, well, when I was doing my last degree, I listened to a lot of chip tunes because it's really upbeat music for like studying and like getting stuff done, basically. I don't know if you, you know, like Danimal Cannon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so like video game, like, but like old school video, yeah. game, like eight, eight bit music, but with like some metal a lot of times. So I love that stuff. Um, I listen to lo-fi when I'm doing work sometimes. And I love mathy sort of music, uh, like giraffes, giraffes, and just weird, like proggy metal things. I like heavy stuff. Um, and I listen to a lot of folk, although some of that is like listening for the purpose of learning for like a show or something like that. So I don't know. It's a mix. Right on, right on. Yeah. Cool. Try to draw influences from lots of different things. Usually I'll get in like, like on a kick of one type of music and I'll just listen to like that genre. Spotify will recommend things or I'll like search through similar artists and I'll just like listen to that genre for like months and be like, okay. And then, uh, it's kind of like doing research at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's why I buy vinyl. <laughs> it's research. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it it's is. Research. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. Just, <laughs> That's what it's for. It's just shelves and shelves of research. Why'd you buy that Everly Brothers record? Research. Yeah. You never know when I got to play a song from the 50s. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I try to listen to music from like all over the world. That that was like kind of my main thing when I got into studying ethnomusicology was not only traditional music from all over the place, but also like popular music because I like hearing stuff in other languages and other influences. And sometimes like the pop music has a folk and trad music influence from like the country that it's from or the culture that it's from. So I totally listen to K-pop and um, stuff like that too. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I get the voiceovers about the K-pop <laughs> groups and I, it, they're like, here's how you pronounce these names. I'm like, yeah, I still don't know how to pronounce these names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a friend who yeah. was so into K-pop, she actually moved to South Korea. You know that? <laughs> that's I've pretty dedicated. That. That's, that's <laughs> dedication. I mean, that's a, that's a far move, but it would probably be really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've thought about that with a lot of music genres. There's actually, when I was uh, studying in Wales, they had like, welsh traditional music sessions like you might see an irish traditional music session here at like nietzsche's they they used to have that weekly where it's just a, like fiddles and some guitar and some like bazooki and whatever different irish instruments but playing mostly tunes sometimes they'll sing a song but mostly instrumental stuff in the in wales they would have that but for welsh traditional music but they also had a session for um galician music which is Northwest Spain has like this Celtic influence, but it's like also Spanish and it's super cool. And I've been like, I kind of want to move there <laughs> to do research. And I think that would be really interesting because it's like my background is Celtic and Americana sort of stuff. But then I also took Spanish in high school. Not that I'm any good at it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but probably closer than any other language I could possibly <laughs> study. So yeah, I mean, those are the possibilities when you're like, I yeah. can do this for ethnomusicological research purposes. I'll just yeah. move for a couple months. Yeah, I mean, 
it, that's and, why you do these things with your life so that you can have these adventures. And now we wait for the comments from our regular chatters about, hey, how's your Spanish lessons going? Because I was trying to learn Spanish a couple of months ago and just kind of stopped. He just stopped. (laughs) I don't know what happened. (laughs) Were you doing it online? Yeah. Were you like a Duolingo? Uh, Yeah, Duolingo. That was the one, Duolingo. Yeah. I have so many languages like on my account on Duolingo and it's like, (laughs) uh, there's a ton on there. I know I wish I could just be a polyglot and learn everything because I think it's so fascinating, but I am certainly not as good at picking up languages as music styles and things like that. So that would be a lifelong endeavor. (laughs) I think kind of learning languages would like benefit you more because you're more of a world traveled individual than I am. I've never left this continent. So that's Uh, the counts. They got French. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've used it there to order coffee. Like once. The rest of the time, I'm not brave enough. I'm like, they're going to laugh at me. So <laughs> just do it in English because I know a lot of them can speak English. When we went to the Expos game for my uh, senior band trip, mm-hmm. we, our teacher, our band teacher, he's like, you guys, they're just going to know we're American tourists. They're just going to know we're there to spend money. They're going to love us. Just, you need to know how to say one thing. Avec fromage. Why? With Why cheese, that? because of course we're gonna order cheese on everything we order. <laughs> we're stupid Americans. We're cross, you know, jaywalking in the road. Avec fromage, it works. I, I, I can say that in Spanish. It's con queso. Con queso. Yeah, we got this. We have everything we need to know. <laughs> I am right. like Montreal is on my short list of places I want to go. Like once everything starts opening back yeah. up, so. Yeah. I did a French immersion program in Quebec, in Trois-Rivières, which is like between Montreal and Quebec City. It was a six-week program. And I went there on the recommendation of a friend whose like grandmother did like an adult program there. This I did this when I was in college, like my junior year, over the summer. He neglected to mention that it is entirely French. You're like not allowed to speak English there on campus anywhere. Like if they catch you speaking English... You get like three strikes and they'll kick you out of the program. I didn't speak French when I got there. I only had a Spanish background and I was like, oh my God, this is, I, I can't figure out how to get like a parking pass for my car. Like all of this actually like necessary stuff. Oh, and also, I don't know if this is still the case, but when I was there and it was on like university campus grounds, I was staying in one of their rooms on campus. Um, I used up my entire internet allotment for the whole month in like one week because I didn't know that was a thing. But I, I had to speak to them in French about it. Like I didn't understand what was going on and it was terrifying. But I my French was actually decent, of course. I don't have any of that now. But yeah. you were supposed to wear this wristband that said that you were in the program. So even when you went off campus like to a restaurant or a grocery store, they're supposed to speak to you in French. And I was just like, I'm just going to take that. <laughs> Yeah, it was hard, but it was fun. It was worth it. Yeah, awesome. All right, we got about a minute left. You got a question? All right. Um, <laughs> I don't have any more questions, but um, why don't you tell us a little bit about this McCarthyism song? Oh, okay, yes. So this is St. Cecilia's Serenade. It's a totally new song. Um, it's not recorded on anything. They do have two albums online, and they have another one that's already mixed and stuff that's coming out. But this is going to be on the next one. And, um, yeah, it's totally new. So this was just a live recording that we did at a practice, and we will be playing it tomorrow. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was great to catch up a little bit. 
Thank you both. Really appreciate you. Miss you. Hope to see you Friday. So <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, I won't be there, but I'll be there in spirit. The next one. Yes. Next I'm one. getting off of work. <laughs> I'm going in tomorrow and getting off of work. Perfect. <laughs> we'll see you then. <laughs> All Sally, right. thank you very much. Take care. We appreciate your time. You. You, you and we'll see you soon. Thanks. All right. All this right. is, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hang up on Sally here. Bye, Sally. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the button. Okay. And this is uh, McCarthyism in this song called St. Cecilia Serenade on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show. Serenade, oh, Cecilia, you're the right 
That was McCarthyism on all WNY Think So Joe show. Good song stuff. called Saint, Saint Cecilia Serenade. Easy for me to talk. I only get paid to read. <laughs> right, I, right. I'm looking yeah. at my own writing. It's right here in front of me. I can't, I, I don't get it right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, that was great. That was awesome to talk to Sally. Yes, um, absolutely. We talked to Rob also of Over and Out not yes. too long ago. Uh, she mentioned Devin Mullen, who we, we had, had him um, on the show. Yeah, I'd say mid mid pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'd say um, it's it's really cool to see how small the music scene <laughs> is and like the networking and everything. Um, even I mean, throughout the generations, like your, your mom's like, friend. Yeah, my mom knows that guy. Um, well, I think my stepdad, if I'm not mistaken, used to play with him. Oh, no shit. Uh, back in the day, or at least they were on the same shows, same bills together. Yeah. Um, if, if they didn't play together. But my mom, you know, like I knew the name as soon as Sally mentioned it. And I saw a guy a couple of years ago. His name was Jim Yeomans. And, and, and let, me, let me tie this in even further with the rest of the show here. Because I saw a guy a few years ago named Jim Yeomans. He was playing over at um, Kaz Coffee. Okay. Dog Ears Bookstore. And um, and I I knew the name Yeomans. I knew my mom had mentioned Yeomans before. And so I see this guy, Jim Yeomans. I said, Mom, don't you know this guy? And she says, yeah, I, I know him. And she's telling me, like, this story of this dude, like, lost, all, lost his memory, disappeared for a little while. And I went up, I talked to the guy after his set, and he's telling me all basically the same shit my mom just said. Yeah, I, lo- I lost my memory. I don't know who anybody is. And I oh, said, wow. I said, oh, yeah, my stepdad, Kirby. He's like, yeah, it, it sounds kind of familiar. I don't, I don't know. Um, so uh, that same day was the day I met Grace Stumberg. Oh, wow. Who were, who were playing next. <laughs> uh, and and uh, what happened was, like, I didn't know she was a musician. She was the, she was the girl working at the coffee shop. Oh, um, and I didn't know she was a musician at the time. I was doing an all WNY <laughs> show, not this one, but the one that used to be in this time slot. And um, I just happened to be in there for lunch, and this dude comes in with a little portable amp and his guitar, and he sits down, and he starts playing, and it's like, oh, this is, this is cool, lunch and uh, lunch and a show, you know. Yeah. And he, uh, he, you know, in the middle of the set, he calls over the girl working behind the counter and she comes over and plays a song and it's just an amazing song. And so I introduced myself to her after and, and turns out that was Grace Stumberg and that's the day I met Grace Stumberg. Nice. So it's all like, yeah, a tiny, a tiny it's world a small here. city. But at the same time, we've got this band Shoot Ya coming up, uh, you know, later on in the, in the yeah. show, in the broadcast. And... Uh, I don't know nothing about them. Yeah. They I were, wonder they if they're were, still listening. They were listening. I don't know if they still are. Uh, we're going to be play, playing them at the end of the show today. And uh, they've got a new uh, album coming out this week. Very cool. Uh, their first. Very so cool. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to look up here. So <laughs> I just happen to be looking through events on Facebook because you didn't. You usually do the events. I usually do this. And give me give me music and stuff, and and you were like, I got two songs. They're they're from Sally. Like, yep. okay, well, um, so let me see if I can find this here. Uh, this CD release, Corn and Stained, huh? Corn came out today. Stained. The the so this EP that this album that we're playing the song from came out today. Okay. Um, so I know there's a show coming up. I think it's Friday. You guys can tell me. 
You guys can tell me about that if I if I can't find it. If you guys are able to, type. why don't you look for? I'm just gonna shoot, look because yeah. I don't know that they had the. Let me see. Well, let's go here. Yes, let's go here. And then, uh, so the album is called Get Loaded. It came out today, awesome. uh, Friday, June fourth, at the Cave at seven o'clock. That's the cool. CD release. Uh, right here, get loaded album release party with uh, special guest folk faces. Awesome. Uh, Friday, seven o'clock at the cave. So why do I work weekends again? <laughs> I why I don't did know. I what I didn't think that through. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that is a free show, three hours. It's uh, Friday at seven. Okay. And uh, folk faces and shoot ya, and lavender haze collective. So. Very nice, very nice. All, um, you know, we're, we're familiar with, we've played Folk Faces. Mm-hmm. We've played Lavender Haze Collective Artists, um, Intrepid Travelers. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's like that group of people. Right, right, okay. Um, yeah, all like really amazing musicians, so I'm excited to hear what Shoot has got. Well, I'm very glad that the album came out today, because I was just kind of looking, and I know somebody else has some music coming out this weekend, and I saw it, and I'm like... I don't know these guys. I'm not going to message them and be like, yo, send me a song for my podcast. Yeah. But I happen to uh, happen to be, uh, you know, happen to catch this one and was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Hey, look, their album's already out. Cool. Yeah. I can just take a song from that and, and play that and give them some some promotion for the new album new uh, and, and the show on Friday. So that's cool. I'm glad they tuned in to, to check it out, too. Um I guess. I mean, it's a, that's what we're here for. We're trying to get get uh, music into the ears of people who might not otherwise hear yeah. it. Um, we're we're trying to really help out the local scene and get yeah. get this music out there. And you know, I, I know Facebook was kind of uh, a couple of weeks ago, like you can't play music. <laughs> and do it anyway. We're just like, yeah, we're, we're we're just gonna keep doing it until you like actually stop us. Yeah. Because we've been doing this show, I've been doing this show for over five years now. You've been with me on this show for a couple of years. Like two and a half, yeah. I'd say. Uh, and, and we've never had an artist that we've played be like, yo, don't play don't our shit. Yeah, yeah. No. Because <laughs> I, I think everybody that everybody that we've ever, in the history of this show, ever played on this show, understands the value of what we're trying to provide for them at no gain to us, we don't have, uh, you know, we, we, I think we've made 20 bucks off this podcast. Oh, wow. I didn't even know we did that. I don't know. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't even think it's that. I think it's like 17 something we've yeah. made off this podcast since we started using Anchor uh, to distribute the audio only podcast. And then I shot myself in the foot with that because I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's broadcast this live on YouTube. For yeah. free with no ads. Eighteen eighty six. We've made eighteen dollars and eighty six cents off of this podcast. So, and, and that's just sitting in the anchor account. Like, I don't need the twenty bucks. We're not millionaires. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish I'd be traveling <laughs> the globe with you. Right. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, we've never had anybody like say, "Oh, you can't." Like, we're not trying to profit off this. We're not trying to make money. We're trying no. to help out the scene. That's what it's always been about on all W and Y. Yeah. And. Um, you know, and and as a musician myself, I you know I recognize when somebody's trying to help as opposed to when somebody's, you know, just trying to use my music for their purposes. Absolutely. Um, like I had a guy a couple of like last year sometime, and he uh, he was like, "Hey, who who wants me to play their music on on a live stream?" And I was like, "Dude, go ahead, play us. It's cool." Yeah. And I guess, like, we were, like, one of the first bands he played. 
and Facebook shut down his stream dur- or like muted his stream during our song. Oh, wow. And I'm just like commenting. I don't know what to do. So I'm commenting on his post. I'm like, dude, like to whoever is in control of this, I give him permission to use this song and use this video and play this video on his, yeah. on his thing. And, um, you know, and, and I've never had anybody, you know, complain that we were doing it or say, please don't play my music. We don't want to, we, we don't want the free promotion. Right. You know, like, true. like, I mean, this is, this is like the, I, I think it's like the opposite of uh, paying an exposure, right? I mean, we're not, we're, we're not paying you in cash, but we are giving you exposure, but you don't have to do any of the work. Right. 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 And we, we are not making anything off of it. <laughs> so, you know, it, for me, it's just always been like, we want to get this music out to people who are, uh, yeah, that was that explains why she was paying for everything yesterday. Wanted to buy me an eighty dollar <laughs> hoodie. Anyway, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, you know, it, it's all about getting the music out there, getting bands like Shoot Ya, who we we don't know, we no. we've never heard them, we Not don't yet. know them, we've never seen them. I and it's like, oh, cool, these guys have a CD release coming out, uh, coming up this this weekend. Album just came out today. Let's play a song from it. Let's get some uh, exp- get some uh, you know ears on it. Yeah, including help you guys our own. out, including our own. Exactly. Yeah. I got to. I. I. You know. I don't listen to a lot of. I don't listen to a lot of music I, unless I'm getting ready for the show, and then it's like, as I'm programming, it's like, okay, yeah, let me let me listen to this. So yeah. Uh, it is music that I otherwise probably wouldn't have heard right. unless I just stumbled upon them at a show, mm-hmm. uh, which is entirely possible because yeah. I go to a lot of shows when I'm able to. That's right. So, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, uh, we actually had a problem when we when we first switched over to Anchor because what Anchor does is they distribute your podcast, your audio podcast, out to like iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and uh, Google Music and all that stuff. Um, but they, uh, they were like, uh, Spotify wouldn't touch us because we were playing all this music. And I reached out to Anchor. I said, hey, listen, look, I, I know what the policy is. Here's what we do. And then, like, two days later, we were on Spotify. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, like, it's, it's just a matter of, well, we were talking about the Facebook algorithm earlier in the day. Yeah. Uh, because a friend of mine said that you... The word homophobic is a and Facebook shutting down our stream right now right, because I said it. Right. The word homophobic is apparently considered by Facebook's algorithm as bullying. That's so homophobic. It's Pride. It, it, it's Pride Month, guys. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. Okay, homophobic is apparently a a, a term used to bully people. Who are you bullying with the term homophobic? Homophobes. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about them? Do any homophobes recognize that they're homophobes? That's why you got to tell them. Right. But now you're not allowed to tell them because Facebook will flag you for it. It'll give you a three-day ban. Let's think of a synonym for homophobes so that we don't get blocked on Facebook by the (laughs) algorithm. Let the algorithm block us. Fuck them. Because we're right. We know we're right. We do know we're right. We know. and, and, And... and to the point, the reason that I know this is that a, a gay man that I know, that I'm friends with, that I've known since high school, posted that Facebook 
gave him a three-day ban for saying the word homophobe to somebody. Okay. For calling somebody a homophobe. I wonder what the context was. Like, I wonder if context matters in the algorithms. Give me a context. It doesn't. But give me a context in where homophobe is a term used for bullying. <laughs> give me a context. Any context. Do we have the right to party? Yeah, we got the right to party. We fought for the right to party. <laughs> you know, that song's like uh, supposed to be like anti-bro rock. <laughs> but then like the bro rock people were like, yeah, this is our anthem. <laughs> so the Beastie Boys like played it at like three shows and like, these guys like this song? Fuck this song and stop playing it. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah, not a single algorithm in the world understands context. Oh, He's right. I thought I, computers were better than us. I bad. <laughs> but but seriously though, like if you can give me a context, anybody listening? Yeah, I I'm really interested in this too. Anybody watching right now? Anybody listening on all WNY? Anybody listening later on the podcast? Anybody watching later on the on anybody the video on demand? Charge in Facebook land. Anybody, give me a, a any kind of context where homophobe is a term used for bullying. It's really just used to point out homophobia. Exactly. And we're more likely to see bullying from the homophobic person than whoever they're talking to about, you know, being homophobic. So I, I comment on my friend's post and, and like, let, let's, let's, let me put this out there that me and this guy, we're, we're not tight. We don't hang out. Mm. We're not, you know, we're not like best buds. Okay. We know who each other are. We went to high school together. We're still Facebook friends. Uh, you know, we're, we're not going to, you know, we're not hanging out all the time. We're not, we haven't probably seen each other since high school. Okay. okay. But, um, you know, he, I commented on his post, said exactly what I just said. Give me, give me a context where this is bullying. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I, uh, I, I said, he replied to me and he said, I really appreciate you being an ally all these years. Aw. And it means a lot. Like, uh huh. I, I, that's something cool. so small, you and, know, and, just a simple. I mean, like, I'm an ally in the sense of like, I will defend to the death your right to be able to choose what you do with your body. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I, I am, I am definitely an ally. I'm a supporter. I. It's not my thing, but I am not going to judge anybody for doing it. You know what I mean? Like what you do in the privacy of your own bedroom, that's on you. That's not, you know, even, and, and this is what I, this is why I don't get Christians is because like, oh, the homo, homosexuality is a sin. You're going to go to hell. What business of that is yours? It's, it really isn't. If they're going to go to hell, that's their problem. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's not your business. Oh, but we need to save their souls. No, the fuck you don't. Mind your own fucking business, okay? Like, I don't, I, I you do what you do you. It's not, it's not something that appeals to me, mm -hmm. but that's just me. Right. I'm not everybody. Right. You know what I mean? I, I Joe, don't understand. You're everybody to me. Oh, I don't understand homophobia. I don't understand I racism. I don't, I, I just don't understand hate. I am with you. I, I don't under, like, racism or xenophobia or anything of that nature, I don't mm -hmm. get. Like, why do you dislike somebody because of where they happened to have been born? Mm -hmm. What color skin they happen to have been born with? That doesn't make them any better or worse than you. 
just because you happen to be born white with a penis doesn't mean you're better than this this uh, black woman who wants to have a penis, right? Like, right. Doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to me. Why hate? And now there's like all this anti Asian hate because of the coronavirus. Why? They didn't give I mean, you the fucking coronavirus. The truth is that there has been Asian hate long before. Oh yeah. You know, um, it's it's like we just got an excuse now. And that's pretty pathetic. It's like hating people because they have hazel eyes. That is a, that that is exactly like, I didn't choose to be born a white male American. Okay. Like I, I didn't choose where I was born. I didn't choose what color I am and I didn't choose what gender I am. And like, uh, and neither did you, you didn't choose to be born in America and choose to be born white and choose to be born female. And like, I'm trying to think of an example of like somebody who wasn't born in the United States, like somebody who wasn't born in the United States, who's who happens to somebody who was born in Africa, mm-hmm. didn't you know? Didn't ask to be born that color, didn't ask to be born in that country, and didn't ask to be born whatever gender they are. Then you don't have a choice in these things. Why hate somebody over something you don't have a choice in? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you choose to be a racist, then I choose to hate you because fuck you because you're an asshole. Right? I mean... Am I wrong here? I, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> the John Cena John conversation. John Cena just go- keeps going. Uh, John Cena's <laughs> in the news. Did you did you hear this? No, what happened? John Cena's... So John Cena is uh, promoting Fast and the Furious uh, 9? 28? I, guess, I think it's 9. Okay. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm not a... I, I, I liked John Cena before he turned face and like I have his rap album and all that, but like I'm not, I'm not his biggest fan now. But anyway, uh, so, so John Cena is in trouble in the news now because he, uh, while promoting fast and the furious nine, they said, um, I guess the first place that it's going to, that it was going to premiere was Taiwan. Okay. And John Cena said, Oh yeah, we can't wait to, to get this movie into Taiwan. It's a great country. And the people of China, we're like, the fuck you mean country? We own that bitch. Oh. And obviously the rest of the world is like, the fuck? <laughs> and so John Cena is like, oh, I apologize to my friends in China and blah, blah, blah. So he gives, he does this whole, like, you know, this whole apology of like, you know, okay, I, I'm, I'm sorry for calling Taiwan a country. To which CM Punk replied by changing his Twitter bio to Taiwan is a country. Um, so John Cena was in the news for that. And I guess the movie like did well like the first weekend, but like tanked after that. Oh, man. In in China because of John Cena calling yeah. Taiwan a country. And it's probably going to tank here because, you know. <laughs> we've seen that movie before. Apparently, I'm missing the NHL uh, draft lottery right now. And Buffalo is going to pick Buffalo is going to pick number one. I just saw it pop up serious? on my. Buffalo's got the number one draft pick next year. I just saw it pop up on my phone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so John, John Cena's uh, kind of been in the news for calling Taiwan a country. Okay. So <laughs> oh, yeah, he has been. He For sure, he's been trying to bridge that gap. He's, he speaks fluent Mandarin. Does he? Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about learning languages yeah. and, and not doing very well. <laughs> I don't know what America does. 
I just yeah, live here. I don't know what America does. I just live here. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I got clients from all over the world. Right. And, and uh, one of my regulars is from Scotland. And we've been talking about, uh, you know, events and, and vaccines and stuff like that. And we were, he, you know, he's uh, just got his first shot or whatever. And he's, you know, starting to be able to get out and do stuff again in Scotland. Things are starting to open up. And uh, he says... He says, yeah, it seems like, and, you know, he messaged me while we were at the game last night, so I took a picture and I sent him to him. And he says, oh, yeah, it's it's, it's great to see that, you know, the world seems to be opening back up. I'm like, Canada doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Canada's kind of, you know, like, they're getting the, the vaccine very, very slowly. And I'm like, you know, the gun, and yesterday morning, the Guns N' Roses show I was going to got canceled. So I was like, yeah. do I take this money and go see him in, in Columbus? Or do I take this money and uh, hit up TickPick and buy some Billy uh, Billy Joel ticket and go see Billy Joel instead? So <laughs> I mean, I would rather see Billy Joel. You want to know what America does? Imagine Florida. Now multiply that by 50. So we're playing trivia before the show. <laughs> as we've been doing the last couple of weeks. We're playing trivia yeah. before the show. And we get this category, the, the arts and entertainment category. And it's this thing where, uh, you, you know, they give you two... Uh, two answers, and then they give you questions, and whoever gets the first wrong answer, while the other one gets the right answer, the person who gets the right answer gets the wedge. Yeah, in Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. So I um, so the category is so the answers pop up: Metallica, ACDC. And I'm just like, ooh, I'm looking forward to this category. She yeah. intentionally gets the wrong answer. I don't, I don't know if it was an intentional thing or if my finger just kind of did what it felt like doing. The question was, was founded in Australia, Metallica, and ACDC. <laughs> and she got that, she and I, I, I think you intentionally got that wrong because you didn't want to play that category out. Well, I mean, I can't even think of something parallel. I mean, what if it was like about cookie baking or... I don't know something that I know shit about that you don't know shit about. But you don't have to intentionally get the question. It might have been all easy questions. My finger, my finger slipped. Sure, sure, sure. Florida and Ohio need to leave, and it's said <laughs> as a natural born and raised Ohioan. <laughs> I've been to Ohio a couple. I've been to Florida too. I've been, I've been to both. We I, were actually just talking about going to Ohio, weren't we? We were talking mm-hmm. about going to. Uh, where the fuck were we talking Rock about? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Cleveland. We were talking about. Cleveland? Going to a football game yes. and going to Cleveland and not going to Buffalo. Yes. Um, I think I would shoot myself at a Bills game. Eh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Can, can we talk about how there's people in the stands at the Bi- at the at the Blue Jays game yesterday, okay. screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> This this Isley Brothers song and yelling, let's go, Buffalo. And it's like, guys, it's Toronto and Miami. It's like every time they do that at a non-Bills game, it takes them the entire song to realize they're singing the right the wrong song. And I'm thinking, and, and, and I don't know which is worse. 
these drunken idiots up in our section yelling, let's go Buffalo when it's Toronto and Miami. <laughs> or the guy down below us <laughs> yelling as loud as he can, let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. <laughs> it's the Marlins and the fucking Jays. <laughs> like, come on. It's like watching a wrestling match to go back to a wrestling analogy. And you've got a guy from Canada and a guy from Mexico and the crowd's chanting USA, <laughs> trying to root for the good guy who's from Mexico or whatever. You know, like, like I, I, I swear there was a match like that in WCW. I don't know. It must have been like Rey Mysterio and Lance Storm or some shit. Like, right? So, like, you got a Mexican guy who's a good guy and a... And a uh, Canadian guy who's the bad guy or whatever, and the fans are chanting USA, and you've got Eric Bischoff on commentary, and he goes, well, they know where they're from. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just... <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, can we normalize not doing that at every single public gathering in Buffalo? I mean, isn't it nice that there's something that unifies Buffalonians? It, it's it's not... And... and let me tell you this. I, I did say they, they played um, uh, Blitzkrieg Bop at the, at the game yesterday. They did. This was this was nice. And there was a version of Blitzkrieg Bop that was like, hey, ho, let's go. Let's go Buffalo, which was meant for like a Sabres playoff run mm -hmm. uh, several years ago, obviously over a decade ago. <laughs> um, but uh, but they. Uh, I'm trying to catch up on the chat. Now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to I will. Yeah, I will. I will read the chatting in a few <laughs> during the song break but anyway um so like why couldn't that have been the one to catch on why it's got to be the damn Isley brothers one i know i'm i would be okay with the ramones one i think i think i i wouldn't even hate that Isley brothers song it's a catchy tune but jesus <laughs> christ shut the fuck up buffalo <laughs> i hate that shit so if you didn't see... <laughs> Sally says she's going to do this at the Good Bar Show. That's what that was. <laughs> anyway. If you didn't see, I put up a video on Facebook of when they played the Isley Brothers <laughs> and Joe's reaction, and it was glorious. And then I saw you filming, and I'm trying not to laugh now <laughs> because I see you're filming me instead of me just sitting there trying to be sour about it. As it says, hey, A-A-A-A up on the big screen Anyway, <laughs> this is Grace Stumberg. The song's called Happier Side on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show. One, two, three, four.
Stumberg on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show. Holy cow. That girl She's can sing. incredibly talented. Yeah. Incredibly. And, and I and to think I just met her randomly. She was just your barista. She, she was my barista. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess we all have to have day jobs. I guess. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, besides the fact that she's Joan Baez's guitar tech. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe she doesn't like to be bored. I guess. Some people are, that's how I used to be when I was. Joan's not on tour. I'm going to go work at the coffee yeah. shop. <laughs> Live on tips and. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. That's pretty cool. So I, I said I would talk about the Maple Leafs. Maple and Leafs. I, I, uh, the Maple Leafs got eliminated in game seven the other day. Oh. Uh, I, I made the joke that that's why they play in the six is because they clearly can't play in the seven because they've lost game sevens the past like four or five years. Uh, and never pa- made it past the first round. They were up three games to one, still lost to Montreal, who are about to play against Winnipeg right now. Oh, look, hockey's uh, in, on. In game one. Well, it's still pregame. Puck drop is at uh, 745, apparently. It said six, uh, 730 on NHL.com. Oh. Anyway, 
Oh. Uh, so I, you know, obviously was super happy about the Maple Leafs getting eliminated from the playoffs, being a Sabres fan, hating the Maple Leafs. I'm relieved I can use my Maple Leafs cup again. <laughs> so uh, I, I've had a Maple Leafs fan trying to tell me, oh, you can't talk any shit because your team's never won a cup. I said, dude, it's still been longer since your team won a cup. He's like, we've won, you know, 50 plus years, blah, 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 versus never winning one. Like, no, 50 plus years in a league with five other fucking teams <laughs> versus not winning one in a, in a league with, you know, 20 to 30 something teams. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I, I, I stand by my shit talk. Your team sucks. <laughs> Hasn't, and your team sucks just as bad as mine because you ain't in the play. <laughs> you're sitting here watching the playoffs without your team in it too. So. Wow. You know, and he, oh, you, and then somebody was, else was like making fun of him. Like, look how many cups we got the, the, you know, and he's like, oh yeah, that's the, you know, that's, that's the, the mating call of the loser is, is making fun of us for saying how many cups we got. Like, dude, you played in a league with six teams and Montreal is way ahead of you in the number of Stanley cups they've won <laughs> and they've won one since the league expanded. So <laughs> Rather talk to a Leafs fan than a Bruins fan. Mm, that's sounds like a tough trying to toss up for you. Sounds like trying to justify being a fan of the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, you boys with your sports, I'll never understand. Listen, listen, listen. I, I, I am a 49ers fan. I, I will admit, you know, yes, we we have five Super Bowls, and the last one was 1995. But, I mean, had we played in 1994, 1993, 1992, and 1991, we would have beaten Buffalo for that. So, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We've made the Go Super Bowl sports. since then. Anyway. Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but that, you know, that, that was an exciting day. The Maple Leafs got eliminated. Yeah, that is um, exciting for hockey fans. <laughs> I was uh, hockey fans in general, yes, except for Leafs fans. But who Correct. cares about them? Anyway. I mean, it's exciting, just not in a good way. Yes, I'm sure their hearts skipped a beat. Oh yeah. Anyway, so I uh, so I got this hat on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to get here Thursday. Not going to go into Joe versus shipping. <laughs> it's partly FedEx's fault, but Fanatics, who I ordered it from, they were like. Wait, you ordered it. It said it would get there Thursday, and then we said it wouldn't get there till like till like Saturday. Like, yeah. And they're like, "Would you like us to refund the shipping cost?" Like, yeah, because I paid for for one day shipping and didn't get it for like four days. Yeah. So anyway, so I got this hat Saturday morning. The the Leafs were playing Game Six that night, so I'm like, I'm not wearing this hat. Put this hat aside. Wear my 49ers hat. I don't want the hockey gods to think I'm rooting for Toronto. <laughs> and then Toronto lost that game. So I did the same thing Monday. I put this hat aside. I said, I'm going to not going to wear it. Don't want the hockey gods thinking I'm rooting for Toronto. Leafs lost game seven. Like, okay, cool. Now I can start wearing this Blue Jays hat. <laughs> not even a baseball fan. I just, it's like, I'm going to the game. I don't want to wear like a 49ers hat. I don't want to wear Sabres. Let me get a Blue Jays hat. To which my mom says, Take that hat off and or switch that hat to a Yankees hat and shave your beard. And I said, Mom, I'm not Johnny Damon and you're not George Steinbrenner. Ain't happening. <sighs> and if you don't know that, that Johnny Damon uh, used to play for the Red Sox. He had a nice, uh, you know, nice. it was a nicely trimmed beard. Okay. Not like a wild thing like this. He had a nicely <laughs> trimmed beard. 
Um, but when he came to the Yankees, Steinbrenner was like, dude, you need to shave. You need to be clean shaven to play on my team. Mm-hmm. So that's why I told my mom. I said, mom, I'm not, I'm not Johnny Damon and you ain't George Steinbrenner. <laughs> <sighs> You're such a smart so, ass. <laughs> she got the joke. She knew of what I was talking she about. Did. My mom loves the Yankees. Anyway, mm-hmm. FedEx also, uh, FedEx did some good this week. Well, what did you wake up to today? I woke up to my new shoes that weren't supposed to come till tomorrow. Yes, I was so excited. You got to take one off and show everybody. I will. Uh, I guess I could take one off and show everybody. I got some he, new custom. He custom made these. He made these himself, like kind of. <clears throat> he didn't go to the factory and make them. Oh, I got these uh, with the, you know, the little uh, the checkerboard, checkerboard tongue. tongue and the, right, the little red stripe around and all that. It's nice. It's nice. I'm, uh, it was just, it was kind of a test run. Yeah. Because I've never owned Vans before, and I was I was kind of, uh, like, I have an issue where I, I tend to wear boots on stage. Yes. And I have a, a Line 6 Helix, and anytime I try to kick a pedal, sometimes I'll accidentally kick two. Right. And and Brian, my bass player, keeps telling me, dude, you need to wear, um, you need to wear chucks. Chucks or something along those lines. And I'm like, but I, you know, I always tend to buy pants that are too long so they drag on the <laughs> ground. So if I'm wearing sneakers, that's a problem. Right. So I couldn't wear sneakers. And now I bought, I, I finally bought some pants that are the right length so they don't drag on the ground if I'm wearing shoes. And so it's like, let me get some Chucks or some Vans. Uh-huh. And I saw that Vans had, uh, <laughs> Sally's mom's also a Yankees fan. He's going to refrain from talking shit about people's moms. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... I uh, actually let me get back to my countdown timer here because this is a segment where I'm going to need it. So okay, I'm gonna refresh it. Uh, anyway, so so I saw that Vans had like you could custom design your Vans, and I saw like I could get the checkerboard tongue and all that. So I'm just like, oh man, th- those be cool. They're pretty cool. But I've never owned Vans before, so I'm like, I need to. I don't know what if I should get tens or tens and a halves, right? Because I have shoes that are each size. Uh, you told me go with the tens. Mm-hmm. And so I went with the, I went with tens. They fit. I don't know why you listened to me, by the way. I figure you own Vans. I do. So you would know. You would know better than I would. Okay. So I, I took, I took your word for it. And I said, uh, all right, I'll get the tens. And, and the thing about it is because there's no like custom design on the side here or, or like on the sole or whatever, like because there's no custom design, I have the option to return them if there was anything wrong, if they didn't fit oh. or anything. Like so, um, so I was also looking at like maybe when I get these, maybe I'll do some customs with some artwork on them. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm. I, I think I might do that because these actually fit really well. They're really comfortable. That's really uh, cool. But I woke up this morning. They were not supposed to be here till tomorrow. They came from China. Yeah. Um. And and through FedEx. Yeah. And FedEx, the big toe does all the work. If you wear sock, I, I'm not taking my shoes off on stage, especially not Buffalo stages. <laughs> I'm watching, I'm at Mohawk and they're using the house mics and I'm just like, really guys? We're, just, we're coming out of a pandemic here. Yeah. I know you're probably all fully vaccinated just like I am, but like. There's still germs around. I don't know if I want to be using house mics anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Like I, I will, I will bring my own mic. Yeah. I, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm a mic, you know, I, I, I buy mics all the time anyway. Yeah. How many, how many microphones do you think you own? Um, counting the Radio Shack karaoke mics? No. Okay. Uh, so let's see. I own a, an SM58. I own uh, three of these Rode Pod mics. 
I own a Rode NT1A. I own a Rode VideoMic Go. Uh, I own three Nady um, condenser mics. I don't know what 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 the model number is mm-hmm. off the top of my head. So that's that puts me to, I think, eight. I wasn't counting. And then I just ordered a Rode VideoMic NTG. Yeah. So I, I think I'm at like nine. I, I know I have like, this is going to be my sixth road mic. That doesn't count my lav mic that's broken. Oh, yeah. So I have, yeah, I have. Do you have more microphones or guitars? Microphones? Mm, I think it's about, you know, probably microphones okay. once I get this, once I get this road one. So my big question is this. Do you have stock in Rode, and no. are we sponsored yet? No, and I, I actually tweeted asking why I don't have a, why I don't have an endorsement deal with them <laughs> since I'm using their gear. Like we've got the Rode Pod mics; that's what we're using on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what you guys see in the shots every week, uh, and they're plugged into a Rode, uh, a Rodecaster Pro, mm-hmm. and like when I do voiceovers, I do those on a Rode NT1A. I just ordered a Rode video mic uh, NTG to shoot uh, things you might not know. And if we start doing uh, like a gaming stream where we're playing trivia games or doing stuff like that, uh, just to, so we don't have these like right in our faces the whole time. So we could just put it right in between us. The video oh, mic, cool. uh, the video mic NTG will be great for that. Be great. Um, but no, we don't, we don't have any kind of endorsement with Rode or any kind of or sponsorship Pepsi, or, or Pepsi or V Energy or the Blue Jays. Or, or the living, brain, living dead. brain dead. Actually, um, we do have some partnership with the living I, brain I dead. I have some kind of affiliation with the living brain dead. Anyway. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, we, uh, you know, it's just, I just got my first road mic. Uh, and then my, when my, I saw the road, uh, the Roadcaster mm-hmm. Pro. Uh, and I was like looking into that. And then my Behringer board that I had died. Yep. And it was out of warranty, so I couldn't do anything about it. So I was like, I'm like, Rode, answer. I asked them like one question. I don't remember what the question was. And they responded to me and was the answer I was looking for. So I'm just like, you guys just made a sale. Aww. So it's the night before Thanksgiving. Yes. We're on the way home from Tudor Lounge uh, when I got the answer to that question. And then when I got home, I'm trying to record. My board's not working properly. It's getting me, giving me a lot of interference and uh, like just wasn't working properly and I couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't seem to fix it. Um, so I ordered that night with like rush delivery. So it was an extra like 50 bucks to get it here on a $600 board, you know, like, um, but then like, as I'm playing around with this, it's like, uh, you know, it's got options for you just push a button and it automatically sets up your road pod mics. So that's what I was like, huh? Let me check out these Rode pod mics. Mm-hmm. And I always watch like videos before I order stuff. So I, I ordered, uh, you know, I watched some videos. I'm like, you know what? I'm sold. So I bought these uh, Rode pod mics. We got three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I got my video mic go uh, with my first digital DSLR camera, mm-hmm. which we used to use for the show. My throat's drying up here. Talk for a second, will you? Um. <laughs> I, unrelated, I almost cut off the tip of my thumb, and it's pretty brutal. You guys should see it. Ask me for a picture if you want. I won't show you now because you don't want to see it unless you want to see it. It's pretty gross. Um, that actually might be a more fascinating story than me talking about getting microphones. 
Uh, that video might go though. I get a lot of like interference with, and I that's why I never use it. And yeah. I asked Road. I said, if I get this video mic NTG, am I going to have that same problem? They of course said no. Because what are they going to do? Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're fucked. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be all interference. What they're they're not gonna say that. Yeah. So I actually like Googled a video mic NTG versus video mic go, and there's a guy doing a video uh, where he's like, "Yeah, this is uh, you know I've got this mic and I've got this mic and this mic gives me a lot of interference. This one gives me no interference." It's like, dude, you just sold Rode a microphone. Yeah. You got fans in the stands today. Oh, how nice! In Winnipeg. Instead of just a giant uh, Bud Light seltzer can. Yeah. <laughs> what flavor do you think that Bud Light seltzer can was? Oh, I have no idea. It was I, wonder, probably I think lime he's still there. Because nobody wants the lime. I think he's still there. Let's see if we can see him. Oh. There he is. There's Seltzy. What flavor is he? Where is he? He's behind oh, the score. He's, he's the black raspberry. He's the black raspberry. Okay, there you go. Black raspberry Bud Light seltzer is sitting in the crowd at the Winnipeg Jets game. <laughs> With like actual people now. There's yeah, actually there's fans actually... of it. That's cool. So Canada's starting to slowly open up. Yeah. This is Winnipeg's first game in front of fans. Montreal played a couple. Yeah. Uh, they had, like, I think 1,500 at the Bell Center for game six, and I think it was, like, 500 uh, at Air Canada Center or Scotiabank Place or whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, but uh, it's cool that they're starting to get fans. Like, it, it's great to see fans at sporting events now. It You know... it, it It's a... Totally different feel from having like sound pumped in, which I mean, like, let's be honest, they were pumping in sound. It's they the were. Blue Jays game, yet, but like, the only reason you knew is because you could look around and see. Yeah, there's nobody like doing anything, <laughs> but it like got you pumped and it got you like yeah. applauding, but it was like it, it didn't compare to like the real fans doing it, you know? You know, I think that. The baseball game was really cool and, you know, cool experience and everything. But it really just made me want to go to a hockey game. Yeah. Because that's more of our element. Like You could see the, you could see KeyBank Center from our seats. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. Um, I don't understand not stomping on pedals like you're trying to. Yes, that's, that's why they call them stomp boxes, right? <laughs> Start with light socks, then you bulk up with sweater socks, and then you go down to dress socks. <laughs> Muscle confusion, it works every time. <laughs> Oh, man. Got a nice uh, conversation about how to step on your guitar pedals. Yes, the... you guys check out the chat. <laughs> See, I always had the, I, for, I always had like the, the boss ones where mm. it's like the, just the big square thing you just step on. Yeah. And then like, so like the, 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 the HX stomp when I got that was like the first one I really owned that was just like a switch. Mm. So it's like, oh, okay. And uh, so like. I went from having my pedal board with like individual analog boss pedals where I could step anywhere on them and they go mm -hmm. on and I'm not worried about stepping on anything else to, you know, the HX stomp where I've got like this much space in between pedals yeah. and little tiny round pedals to step on. So, uh, you know, switches. So now I, now I've got the, uh, LT, which is a little bit bigger, but I, the first show I actually know that I haven't played with that one yet actually in person. Um, but we played a show at, um, fuck, where was it? Uh, Evening Star, I think, where I hit two buttons at once. I, I was using was a, Evening Star. I was using an HX effects uh, and an HX stomp, which is why I was like, why do I have both of these when I could just get, an, uh, get a Helix LT? Um, but I stepped on like two buttons at once and it knocked my sound out. And I had to, I had to sit there and like, 
basically turn my pedal off and back on uh. to, to have any sound come out. And the sound guy's coming over like with his flash. I'm like, dude, I got this. I got it. It's on me. I got this. <laughs> uh, Zoom Multi. I, I think I had one of those. I think I had two of those. I think there was, if, if, I'm, if that's the one I'm thinking of, uh, it's there was an acoustic one and an electric one. I had both. Oh. Because I originally bought the acoustic one, not knowing, not realizing, because it was like um, I bought it off eBay. And then I got it, and I was using that with my electric setup, and then I switched to, uh, I bought the electric one and switched to that. Oh, shit, loop pedals. Yeah, <laughs> my, 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 my Helix has that, and <laughs> I try to time it right, and it just doesn't go. Um, I always think I, it's really cool when you see people use the loop pedals. And I think I'm pretty good with, with um, like, beats and timing. I think and, you like, are, too. Because, like... Every night, like I, when I go to brush my teeth, <laughs> I tell the Amazon device in the, I don't want to say it because I have one right in front of me here and I don't want it to go off. Uh, I tell the Amazon device in the bathroom to, uh, you know, you know, two minutes. And then as soon as it says two minutes starting now, I start in my head singing song two by Blur. Right. Like just going through like the, the drums and the, because the song's two minutes long. I know. Exactly. I know. So... So I like start playing it in my head and I always try every night to like, um, like hit the, hit the device before it goes off oh. or like hit it at the same time that it would, that it goes off. So if you ever hear while well, you're sleeping <laughs> and then you hear the, the, uh, Amazon device go off, that's, okay. that's me trying to get the timing, that's... trying trying to see if I got the timing right. And most of the time I'm pretty accurate. So that's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, looper pedals are not fun for me. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I have one. I've tried to use it, and it's like uh, one. But once you get it like perfect, it's like okay, cool. Now I can play over this. Yeah. Except I don't know scales, so I'm I. What the fuck am I playing over this? <laughs> you know. It, it, the, so the only thing I really use it for is like, I'll play the rhythm part of a Metallica song and then play the solo over and like, yeah, okay, yeah. I really suck at this. <laughs> um. But yeah, that, that, that's my experience with looper pedals. But um, you know, I'm not much of a of a gear guy when it comes to guitar. I mean, like obviously with podcasts and video setup and audio, like I'm really cool with that. But like my guitar, I'm just like, what? Do you, what the fuck do you mean tone? <laughs> you know, I, I I actually had issued an apology uh, because I because of the tone that I had when I played with XM Priory. I was like, anybody that came to that show, I'm sorry. That <laughs> tone was shit. Um, which I've, you know, been trying to get better at doing that kind of stuff, but I've got my pedal and that's all I need. And my guitar, you know, like, yeah, I don't need to bring an amp. I don't need to bring nothing. I just show up with a pedal, my guitar, sound guy, do your job. We're good. Yeah. As long as there's a monitor. If I'm going to tutor, I need to bring a speaker. Yeah. Because, like, there's only the one monitor. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, uh, to be fair, I brought a monitor. I brought my speaker to every single gig and used it. But, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'm not. I, I I tried to go analog, and I had, like, the, the Boss Metal Zone. Yeah. Which is, like, later come to find out that's, like, the shittiest guitar pedal anybody's ever heard of. And you're not supposed to use it the way that everybody uses it. Oh, uh, and they like, you just, 
like you don't just plug it in. You run it through your effects loop on your amp. Oh. Anyway, so we that's enough like of that. We've, we've got 15 left. seconds. So this is a new song from Shoot Ya, uh, who have a new album called Get Loaded. Just came out today, and they're having a CD release uh, Friday at the Cave on Military Road for. Uh, Military Road, it doesn't have an actual address, 14207. So, all right, uh, this is Shoot You. This song's from the new album. It's called Just a Burn on all WNY Think So Joe Show, and we will see you next week. Well, I am nothing I never was. As I feel the wrath of my ancestors, I am an empty husk. And I know one day I'll turn to dust. When I set myself aflame, cause I burn myself too much, but it's just a burn. It's just a burn. It's the only thing I ever feel And that's why I never learn Just take the burn Well, the cocaine Or a woman's touch When it comes to that decision, Lord I will always choose the drugs And I know one day I'll take too much And I'll probably die of an overdose Because all my drugs are cut But it's just a burn It's just a burn Yeah, the only things I ever feel And that's why I never learn Just take the burn And I know exactly Where I need to go But I won't I guess I've accepted I'm gonna die alone Well, there is something out in the ether Where my body will cease to exist And then I won't need you either And I don't know where we all roam But codependency will die And I'll finally make it home to where it doesn't burn somewhere, but we don't have to learn to take the burden.